Welcome to the list. And I just want to start off by wishing a happy Veterans Day to all of our veterans out there on this funky Friday. And I am joined in studio by Double D and Tanner Saunders. Fellas, how are we feeling today? Sabres lost last night. I mean, we'll get to that, but how are we feeling? I feel great. Am I off? Yeah, I'm alive now. <laughs> yeah. Am I? Am I alive? Yeah, you're alive. Right. I hear you. Uh, well, I mean, I feel <laughs> less than stellar because, like, three quarters of my pants are absolutely deranged because it is torrential downpouring outside. And my raincoat, you know, I got to give it credit because it wicks away, you know, the moisture off the coat. Unfortunately, it rolls right down onto my pants. So my pants are uh, absolutely drenched. But ooh. outside of that, I'm feeling all right. I mean... Hey, you know, any day that you're able to wake up and get out of bed is a blessed day. Um, I'm heading to Highmark Stadium later tonight to uh, broadcast some or to run camera for some football broadcasts, some sectional football for WNY Athletics. I'm happy about that. But, you know, the you're going to be with the birthday boy, Evan Deepersqually. Today's his birthday. I thought well, it was the no, other day. Well, I mean, it's got to be extended, right? All right. Belated birthday. Bro- yes. Yeah, there you go. Uh, hopefully I'll run into him. I'll uh, try and go out of my way to see if I can find him. But, you know, it's outside of the uh, the Sabres losing and the horrific weather. I can't say I'm too bad today. Dan? I, I feel great. <laughs> uh, I had you breakfast. sound a lot better. Yeah, I know. I, I had breakfast this morning, you know. So nothing can go wrong with that. I don't usually have breakfast, high-quality breakfast. Got to love some brekkie brek. Right? I know. That's all I can talk about because, uh, I, you know, I, I, I want to say I'm right right now, but, you know, I, I'm not going to get that far until you talk about it, Joe. Yeah, so, I, I Tanner, while you're here today, I, I want to I want to bring up the Sabres game last night. I was mm-hmm. in-house. I was at Key Bank Center, the arena, and let me tell you, First of all, first two periods, probably it was the most competitive hockey I've seen in person in a long time. Like it was, it was going very well. Like it was score for score. Um, I love that the Law and Order theme plays when they're reviewing a play, like <laughs> the coach's challenge. I yeah. thought that was fantastic. Nice. Um, but unfortunately, we fall to the Las Vegas Raiders and Jack Eichel. Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, not Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas Golden Knights. That's that's my. Bad. I didn't know Derek Carr played hockey. No, that's tough. He'd probably be better at hockey than quarterback right now. But um, <laughs> anyway, I I Jack Huckle scored a hat trick, and I yeah. watched it. That last goal too from the opposing net just yoiks it into an open net. One positive though. One positive thing I would say: Granado finally pulled a goalie before 30 seconds left in the game. <laughs> I, I'd say that is one one good thing that happened last night. I, I have to say, Tanner, what are your what are your thoughts in general on this game and you know where the Sabers ended up? It stunk. I I had that hope that uh, that the Sabers would win because you know they were coming off a th- they were. In the midst of a three-game losing streak, coming into the game, you know, you have somebody who you thought was going to be the face of your franchise. It didn't end up working out, coming back in-house. I thought that would light a fire underneath them. And, you know, to their credit for the first, you know, two periods, it did. I mean, we kept right with them. We played competitive, but in the end, it just just unraveled. So that one stunk. And then, you know, for that guy, the guy that you thought was going to be your franchise savior to go out and get a hat trick in the other team's uh, colors, yeah, that one 
that one hurt. Not a lot of positives to take away from this game. The only positive that I think you can take away from this game is that Tage Thompson is like a legit number one center in this league. Like the guy yeah. is a demon. He is an absolute beast. But unfortunately, the team around him hasn't been able to hold up their end of the bargain. Like Tage Thompson on the Sabres right now, it's like if you're strolling down a used car lot, you know, you've got your your Ford Focuses, you've got your Honda Civics, and then all of a sudden you stumble upon a McLaren MP412C. Like, that's what Tage Thompson on the Sabres is like right now. We just, we got to get that man some help. Like, we need some other people to step up. I don't know what's going on. Maybe, I mean, the only thing that I can chalk it up to at the moment to make an excuse for the Sabres is the the whole defenseman because we're still, you know, we've been, Labushkin's been in and out of the lineup. No Yoki Aryu, no Samuelson. So that's really the only excuse left for this team. team. Other than that, I mean, there's not much that can be said. I mean, Comrie started off the season great. He's had a rough go of it, you know, and fairly recently, so... Uh, the vibes are slowly trickling away. I mean, you know, we were seven and three on top of the world. You know, we were all feeling great, and now it's, we just come tumbling back down to earth. We're now sitting at five hundred, and I, I'm hopeful for every game, but there's a very good chance, you know, having to play the Bruins that we end up under five hundred here in the near near future. So just, it's a tough time to be a Sabres fan right now. The November collapse has uh, has arrived. Yeah, I, I I agree. Before Dan takes us down the negative nally alleyway, you know what I mean. I, I wanna I wanna say a couple things. I looking back in retrospect now, I've had time to let this marinate in my mind. I worked this morning as a lifeguard, just kind of sat there thinking about it. You know, mm-hmm. I uh, I I've one major takeaway that not a, po- a lot of people are gonna look at here. Vegas Golden Knights, eighty million dollar contender, right? Their team is worth eighty million dollars. Mm-hmm. The Sabres, roughly $55 million, right? Mm-hmm. You see the difference in games like this. Wait, you're talking payroll, right? Payroll. Okay. All the guys on the roster. You, you see in these types of games when there's a contender that's paying everyone versus prospect pool, which is the Sabres. I mean, it, it's pretty evident here. And I also, one other thing before Dan goes off the handle here, <laughs> I, uh, I think Comrie established himself as a decent backup position. I, I don't mm-hmm. think he's our starting goaltender. I mean... He's he's decent, right? I mean, he's had good games. He's had bad games. He, he'd be yeah. a good backup, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think he's our starting goaltender, and I think we, you know, we got to figure that's the one. That's one big piece we still need to figure out is the goaltender. We haven't had a good goaltender since Ryan Miller. I mean, let's just be honest. Allmark's pretty good. Well, Allmark, yeah, but still, he's not playing for us anymore. I mean, I'm just saying you're not gonna you're not gonna win games, you know, when you give up six goals, right? I mean, and half the of them are garbage netter. time goals that yeah. could have been stopped too. What happened to the Sabers? Because you know, back after we had beat the uh, the Penguins and we were. Seven and three, we were one of the best third period teams in the NHL. Like yeah. we had the highest goal differential in the third period, like the most third period goals scored. What happened? Where is that team? That team just the completely Sabres. they left the building. I mean, what happened there? We we were so good in the third period, and then you know, at, ever since then, we've just like crumbled in third periods. I don't understand. It's frustrating. Dan Tanner, away, welcome buddy. to the club. Actually, you know what about. We were talking about goaltending, right, man? Let me tell you what. It might be time to give UPL a shot, and mm-hmm. guys like Eric Portillo and Devin Levi, they can't come any quicker, man. This is no. this is getting rough. Honestly, I think that's what they're waiting for is Devin Levi to, to be ready. I mean, mm-hmm. I think, honestly, he has a more appealing look at this right now because, look at he's the piece that the Sabres are going to need, that elite goaltender, and 
I feel like, you know, he can get paid for it, whatever. I mean, it's just like he's got to be looking at this team right now and be like, okay, I'm the difference maker. I need to come in here and do this. Like, I would be if I were him. I mean, that's what we need. Or he's, how long can I sit out doing whatever I want before my contract with the Sabres is over? That That's very possible. They they can deny coming here and then become a free agent. Um, yeah, Tanner, welcome to the disappointing Sabre fan club. Um, <laughs> all your hope has now trickled into disappointment, at least for right now, until some hope like comes back into the bag. But... The bag of pucks we trade away uh, for Casey Mills. Middlestad had a goal last night, Dan. Yeah, one goal on the power play. <laughs> I'll tell wow. you what, though, so if shocking. we're if we're able to beat the uh, beat the Bruins, you best believe that I'm going right back into oh, yeah. into unreasonable Saber fan mode. You best believe. Absolutely, but, I'm right there with you, Tanner. I mean, I said this before the Golden Knights game, but if there was ever a game to snap a four-game losing streak, it would be against one of the best teams in the NHL, in the Boston Bruins. Now. Over the course of this four-game win streak, my hopes of that happening have decreased dramatically, but I'm still holding out hope. Like, the Sabres are my favorite team. Until I see, you know, zeros on the clock in the third period, I'm going to believe that they're going to win every game. But uh, it's going to be a challenge, that's for sure. It's a, it's a very tough road. Like, I remember, what, two or one shows ago that I went over the schedule for both the rest of November and December. And, and this is really what makes or breaks your season. Can you beat playoff teams to make yourself look like a fringe playoff team? And can you beat teams that you need to beat, like the Arizona Coyotes? I remember saying that I want to see the Sabres win two of the next five, which was Carolina, Tampa Bay, Arizona, uh, the Golden Knights, and the Bruins. That's not happening anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so basically, where I'm in this position now is that it's the same old Sabers. We're gonna we're we're gonna have a horrible November, December. Right as it hits January and February, right as it starts getting to that time where it's like spring, we're we're gonna do good again, bring up our hope, and then miss the playoffs by like a long shot. Um, you know, I I don't think that I I think Adams have done some good moves. I think Comrie is one of the best additions this year um, because he has had some amazing saves, but he hasn't had the defense to help him. Um, You know, Darlene's coming back from his injury. Labushkin's coming back. You need Samuelson. You need Yoki Haru. But it's just a saber injury bug like every year. You know, it's just affecting our defensemen this year instead of our goalies. We're not already down to Eric Hauser, who's in the... uh, what, EHL or Eastern Conference League? Whatever it is down there. <laughs> yeah. I don't even care. That That's how far down you had to go um, in past years. But, I I mean, the Sabres are, it, at least in the division that they're in, they're still a half-decent team. They're, they're at 14 points. You know, teams ahead of them, Canadians 15, Lightning 15, Red Wings 17, Maple Leafs 17, Panthers are at 17, and then the Bruins are at 24 points. I, I mean, compared to the rest of the divisions, or at least most of them, the Sabres would be ahead of, or at least tied with, the Capitals, the Penguins, the Blue Jackets, who got Johnny Grugeau, the Coyotes, the Wild, the Blackhawks, the Predators, the Blues... 
the Flames, the Canucks, the Ducks, and the Sharks. So I think, as of right now, that the Sabres, unless if they somehow change divisions, are not making to the playoffs. Our division is just too good. It's too... Like, you, Bruins are a lock right now. I mean, as of right now. Panthers are still a really good team. Maple Leafs are a really good team. Lightning have had their little, like, up and down. And the Red Wings are doing just fine. Um, shockingly. It, it, it's really, like... You know, can we get out of the bottom 10 this season? Can we actually be, like, picked between 11 and 16 where we're like, wow, we actually can be better than the bottom 10 teams in the league. You know, we're better than a third of the teams left. I I still don't think Granado's the right answer um, because, as I can tell by the John Tortorella-led Philadelphia Flyers, they're doing better than the Sabres the guy who I wanted for Granado when we were looking for a coach uh, way back when, two years ago, when Tortorella decided to become an analyst. He wasn't even coaching for a year. He became an analyst. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm coming back into hockey. I'm, like, turning this Flyers team around that has, from you guys, horrible Ristolainen. You guys don't think Ristolainen is good. I've heard that multiple times. I thought it was good. Um, But... I, I think it's just disappointing. We're we're gonna go through this same drought again where we're gonna be one of the biggest laughing stocks in the league. You know, we're not Arizona. We're not the Senators. But we haven't had any success in the last eleven years. Make it twelve now. Alright. Well I mean I do I do agree with a lot of what you're saying. I will say that. I still, I still would say, I, w- I w- can't jump to the conclusion that Granado's just not working because there is evidence that he is working. Your five hundred through fourteen games, where you usually the Sabers are about, I don't know, a good six hundred, seven hundred team. They they barely lose at the beginning. Yeah, they, well, they barely lost to the first ten. They were yeah. seven and three. Right, yeah, but that usually keeps going for a little bit longer. It's November. You said it yourself. They crash in November, though. They crash in November, December, January, February. And right, then they so do we're well right about where the Sabres have been. Yeah, and so you, we're right on schedule. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I think that's jumping to an unnecessary conclusion, saying Granado is not the answer, because, I mean, you you throw Ralph Kruger in the mix, and then... Oh, don't throw Ralph yes, Kruger in I the mix. Yes, I am throwing Ralph Kruger in the mix. You can't throw Ralph Kruger in the mix. Yes, you can. No, you can't. He was a soccer coach who became a hockey coach who didn't understand exactly, utter crap. Exactly. And now it's Granado's mess to clean up, and he's doing a pretty no, decent job. No, it's not. Yes, it's it not. is. You, John, uh, oh, my God. I, I was going to call you John. Joe, you could throw how's Casey Thompson, Middlestaff behind Tate, the bench, and he would Tate know better. How's Thompson developed under Don Granado phenomenally? 40-goal score. Tate Thompson would probably just do I, well I, under anybody else. That's an assumption. I do not think well, he so. didn't do well under the Blues. No, he did not. That's because he was a prospect under the Blues. That was like, what, four years, five years ago so now? So why are we expecting the Sabres to be fantastic and beat an $80 million salary team that when we because are a prospect, need to when we are a prospect that team. you can beat some of these high-level teams and you're not, so you're not going to make it to the playoffs. 
that's well, just it. Didn't we go into the season, though, saying it would be nice for them to make the playoffs, but it's not necessarily an expectation? It should be an expectation. We're the Buffalo Sabres. It shouldn't be because— Yes, we- it should. Joe, you are bringing down the level of the Sabres organization for multiple years, multiple years before this long drought, before this 11-year no playoffs. What The second playoff spot was an embarrassment to the Sabres. It was an embarrassment— the Sabres were amazing. Okay, we're talking decades ago now, though. Like a decade ago. This is not That the doesn't team. matter. The franchise should stay in that realm of, hey, we should be competitive. Hey, we should be good to get a playoff spot. This is bringing it down, Joe. This is not helping the team saying, well, if, Dan, they, the team if, they, do mediocre, if they do mediocre, you know, that's okay. They're the youngest team in yeah. the NHL. That doesn't matter just- to me. It does me. matter, though. That doesn't matter to me. Well, well, to you, but makes, to everyone it, else. Look, if you're young, right, you should have the most speed, the most athleticism. You should be in but the most— Again, we're going like, to go back to a couple weeks ago. kind of also, when you're young, you don't really know how to win. Like, yeah. you have to figure out how to win. That's playoffs. Again, listen, listen. We had this conversation weeks ago about talent. They have raw talent. You need to put it into skill, and they have not done that. It, they it, don't have talent. They, they have skill. They don't have talent. You're telling me Tage Thompson ain't talented? He's averaging over he a point skill. per game this year. He go. He's you, talented. He's got both. He was he's able to channel to channel his raw talent into, into some skill. skill. You know, he's got one hell of a shot, but now everything else is starting to, you know, come around it. I mean, his skating ability, his puck handling for a guy that size, like he he had the talent with the shot, but now he's finally Look, you know, I yeah. I I take talent as a whole team thing. If you have talent, your team should be doing well all together. If your team sucks, not necessarily. The Bills it, had talent in twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen, and they didn't make the playoffs. What do you mean? You're telling me Josh Allen was talented when he, he had was raw a talent? Yeah. Oh yeah, he could run. I yep. mean, he could. He hurdled the defenders. He, he hurdled the defenders first year in the league. He, he had talent. He was talented. I mean, talent is when you can, you know, just stand flat footed and throw it, you know, sixty, seventy yards, exactly. which Josh Allen could do coming out of college. Could he hit the broad side of a barn? No. Not necessarily, but he had that arm talent. You know, his running ability. I mean, we saw it in college, and then in the NFL, he took it to a whole nother level. I mean, being able to hurdle, you know, six five Anthony Barr and just making linebackers and defensive linemen look foolish on the on the on the weekly exactly I mean, that that's talent but now he's honed know, it into he's, skill he's honed in his skill he's gotten more accurate he's mm-hmm. gotten better with his processing being able to read defenses okay joe you you may mention the old bills right let me mention a more current team the cleveland browns baker mayfield miles garrett denzel ward multiple pieces odell beckham uh nick chubb kareem hunt jarvis landry that team by talented. the media, that team by the media was defined as one of the most talented teams in the NFL. That doesn't make you a good team in the NFL. You saw that in person. Like the Sabres are a talented team. That doesn't make them a good hockey team. Do you understand what I'm saying, Tanner? For talent, you have to be good. That is not true. If you true. have talent, you're supposed to be good. If it's a, you, you, you brought up the definition that it was something that you were born with, right? Yeah. Right. On their own, they're good. As a team, you don't have to be good. Yes, you should. One person's talent doesn't go team-wide in one season. You're telling me that the quarterback talent doesn't decide the no, rest of the team? No, because look at If the quarterback talent, raw talent, in 2019 was for the Bills, we would have won the Super Bowl. What? Josh Allen's raw talent, if that spanned across the I, entire team. I think team, you're crazy. I think you're crazy, Joe. I, I don't know what goes in that mind Help me of out, yours. Tanner. Well, I mean, 
talking about you know those Cleveland Brown teams. I mean, just look at look at the coaching. I mean, Freddie Kitchens when they had all those guys, Odell Baker, Jarvis Landry. Freddie Kitchens was the head coach. He proved to be horrific. And then you know you bring in Kevin Stefanski, right? Ever and then they started playing up to everybody's expectations. So they had that talent. It's just Kitchens couldn't utilize it for whatever reason he was just not a good coach but then you bring Stefanski in and they started playing up to their potential so you know the talent was always there it's just it wasn't being correctly utilized by Kitchens and it just didn't work out for one reason or another but then you bring in Stefanski and they immediately became the team everybody thought they would so you're telling me right from what I can put together in my mind here let me simplify it a team that is supposed to have talent cannot work with a bad coach. Once you find the right coach, they exponentially get better and they look like a team that has talent, correct? I mean, coaching plays a big part of it. You know, the, well, yeah. I'm just, I, I'm just taking down what, what you said. Scheme Can I, is just important as team, if you ask me. I, right, I'm more just, so. Yeah, I agree. If you have talent, that's good. And, you know, they'll make plays. They'll make plays. They'll... You know, I mean, you see it all the time where, you know, Josh Allen will just make a play where nothing's there, but he turns something into in, or he turns 99% of the time he does that with yeah. his legs just improvising. So, you know, natural talent will only get you so far. But if you don't put your guys consistently in position to make plays, then there's only so much natural talent can do. It's like Skinner, very talented, doesn't always put it together. Like last night, he did not put it together. His passing was meh, but very talented. The whole team's passing was meh from what people were saying. Yeah, it was pretty rough. People are pretty much saying to stop passing. Uh, That's what I've depicted from uh, Sabre's Twitter, you know, how real or fake it is now, uh, that people just want to see more aggressiveness that the Sabres don't have. But (laughs) Was that throwing shade at Evan Harrington? Yeah. (laughs) No, not yet. I'm I'm waiting till Monday for that. I'm waiting till Monday. We've agreed that, you know, he'll go on his little rant on Monday about what he tweeted out that I responded to on Twitter, but you know, I'm 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 gonna let that go for right now. He's not here, so I'm not gonna bring it up. Well, as the host on Monday, that's gonna be the first order of business, (laughs) you best believe, even before we (laughs) talk about the bills. But go ahead, Dan. I've cut you off enough here. What do you gotta say? But basically what I took from your statement there was that a coach can make or break talent sometimes, right? Yeah, I would say so. I wouldn't say okay. make or break talent. I would make. Or, I would say make or break development of said talent into skill. Would you agree, Tanner? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're telling me the Sabers, right? Tage deemed great talent. Tuck Skinner. No matter how much you may not like him, or you know how much the Sabers are paying him, he is a forty-plus goal scorer yes. most years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darlene. And I would even say that power is now starting to get into that talent, talented side of the Sabres. Mm-hmm. Granado's there, right? He develops these players. He's like, hey, yeah, I'm going to help you get to that talented part of your careers, right? We've seen it with Tage. Like you guys said, he's kind of made Tage. Mm-hmm. I think after he's done developing the players, I don't think that he can take that net next step I don't think that he is fit enough he hasn't done enough winning he hasn't had playoff experience you know I get it that doesn't make every coach great you know playoff experience you know being the assistant to a team but 
when I look at other teams who are still doing well, Pete DeBoer went to the Bruins, got canned from the Vegas Golden Knights. He's doing just as fine, you know, with a completely different team. I think the Sabres, after Granado's done for this year, or even next year, because they did sign him to that two-year contract, no matter how much I like it or don't, once he's done developing them, I think you have to move on and find a coach that has had the success in the playoffs to give your team kind of that hope for playoffs. Because of right now, I don't think Granado makes the Sabres talented in any other way. I mean, he's also been there. This is only his second yeah. full season. Is that correct? The third. start of his second. I, or second full season, yeah. third season, collect like two and a half. Then I would say Feet deserves at least, you know, through this season and maybe through next because, you know, we are the youngest team in the NHL. You know, yeah. player development takes time. I mean, some get it quicker than others. I mean, you might have somebody that steps on the ice and they're a star right away or somebody like a Tage Thompson that takes two or three years to develop. And, you know, we saw positive signs. We've seen positive signs. You know, we saw how they ended last year. They were a good team toward the end of last year. They started out this season hot and – so there's been signs that this team is trending in the right direction, but you know there's going to be those ebbs and flows when you have a young team. So mm-hmm. I just think that's all you can ask for at this point is time to just let these players develop and and keep growing. And maybe not this year. Like I would like to see them go at least 500 this year, maybe a couple games over. But then I think next year, if you know we're still sitting in the same boat as this middling team, then it's fair to say, okay, is Granado the guy? But as of right now, I think it's too early to make that determination right. when you consider the context that this is the youngest team in the NHL and Granado's only entering his second full season. Well, I would definitely agree with that. I, I got one more thing. This is totally, completely off Granado Adams. Um do you think Henestrosa was worth it, he re-signing played, him for the one year? Yeah. he played Last night, he was playing very aggressive. He was skating fast all over the ice. I mean, he was he was doing what he was supposed to be doing out there. He, he, this season, honestly, last season I was dogging on him quite a bit. I will say that. I'll admit. I, I said to send him down to the Amherst and make room for someone else. Mm-hmm. But I, I think this season he's proving his worth to this team. And, you know, maybe he's not fantastic. But he's definitely worth what they're paying him for this extra year. Do you think he's hurting Jack Quinn's development? Because See, that, Jack Quinn that... is a healthy scratch sitting, you know, up in the 300s or wherever he may be in the stadium. Well, I mean, how many games has Henestrosa been scratched for, though? Yeah. Okay. That, that, fair point. I feel like it's kind of a 50-50. And seeing, I mean, Jack Quinn has shown – I mean, he score, he's scored. He's, he's played well. I mean – I think Hinnestros is out there more for the experience level that he has. I, I either think it's experience or it's just give him a rest day. Yeah, I, I mean, it's I don't think it's anything like you need to take Hinnestros out to give Quinn more time. I think they're doing a good job with it. I mean, it's just kind of putting things together at this point and figuring out what works like with the lines and stuff like that. I feel like that's still we're in that experimentation stage. Even last night, Hinnestros was first line. You know what I mean? Like, And that hasn't. That hasn't quite happened very often, so it's more. We're still in that experimentation stage of who works well with who. They yeah, are going yeah. back to what worked well. Thompson, Skinner, Tuck on the top line. That's what's back. Yeah, that's what it should be. I think that the experimentation now has concluded that that was the most prosperous line on the on the team at that mm-hmm. point. 
I would have liked to see that line go up against Eichel's line yesterday. Honestly, yeah, that would have been that, that. would have. I think it would have been more fair, right? But Cousins honestly did a very good job yesterday. Oh, I will Cousins say that. had a great game. He yes. had the two assists. Yeah, you know he. I I believe in Cousins. I I think Cousins deserves more time on the ice than Middlestat. Yeah, I I I would even go to far as say that. Gergensen can go that far and get more time than Middlestat because at least I've seen Gergensen hustle. And even if he's like one of the oldest guys on the team, I mean, I think we remember that one play against, I, I forget exactly who it was against, but they sent the puck down. It was going to go for icing. And that then was you Pittsburgh. just, yeah, that yeah. was Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. You just see Gergensen just chugging it. No, he's to stop the oh, ice. Yeah. yeah he's just quick. quick. Yeah. He's the, I, he's the no old matter man's how old there. he is, man. Mm-hmm. Like, and he is kind of a bust. I mean, in the sense that you know, <laughs> he's, of yes. his career, I'll agree. I, I, I mean, but to see like at least some signs of light of what we <laughs> wanted from him originally, you know, that's nice to see. But I, I, even Harrington was saying that the the Millstat experience is over in our group chat. That yeah. you know he's going to start dogging on and going after Millstat for playing bad. I and then that, I said, I'm going to reverse the situation. I'm now going to start supporting Middlestat. I thought he was being sarcastic there because he said that right after Middlestat scored. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to read. I, I wasn't really I watching I because the game was on ESPN+. Plus. I don't mm-hmm. have that. So, yeah. Well, fellas, I'm going to be listening Monday. I won't be here Monday, unfortunately, because right. I have my classes. Have yeah. classes. I'll have the. Ra- I'll be on the Radio FX app listening live. Go. And... Uh, I'm intrigued to hear this debate because I saw his tweets and they were they were pretty out there. So I mean, I I know they were. I I was shocked to even not out there it. in the sense of like, but like the, the sense of out there from Evan Harrington. Yeah, I was not expecting it was out of pocket. For yeah, him. it was very it it was very odd to see. Yeah, I don't know if he's starting to turn to the dark side, but. You know, it, it, it's going to make a great discussion topic on Monday. Oh, yeah, for sure. Tanner, you got anything to add before we go to break? Um, Well, we frequently disagree about the Sabres, so I'll say one thing that we should all be able to agree on. And I said it, you know, at the top of the segment that Tage Thompson has proven that he is a legit number one center in this league. And could you imagine if Kevin Adams took my advice and had waited till the end of this season to pay Tage Thompson? Because the way he's playing right now, that price would have gone through the roof. So oh, yeah. the early returns on that contract are looking great and it looks like kind of a bargain with the way he's playing right now like I said being right. over a point per game scorer yeah he almost had another hat trick last night mm-hmm. he was a goal away yeah. but we are going to take a quick break here on oh wait also I will say I got to head out unfortunately <laughs> I'm heading to uh, to Highmark Stadium like I said do some camera for WNY Athletics so I'll catch everybody listening down the road on Monday and you fellas check the Snapchat group chat because I'll send my game picks in there for this week so if you All could right. read right. those off for me yeah we'll read them off for you don't worry thanks Tanner yeah. and we will be right back with more of the Blitz right after this Welcome back to the Blitz on 91.3 FM WBNY, and we just want to wish a happy Veterans Day to all of our veterans out there listening. And also, if you are interested in calling in, the phone number is 716-878-5104. Once again, 716-878-5104. It is just Double D and I in the studio. We got oh, we, we to create a show name. We have a creative show name. What is it? Oh, I don't Dan know. Dan and the Buffalonian. That can work. That can work. That know. can work. Yes. Well, we'll, we'll Dan and the Buffalonian. We'll, we'll say that. All right. Yeah. That, for that's right our, now. That's our our uh, 
temporary temporary show name. Yeah. So we'll we'll rock with it as of right now. But Dan, you have a game for us to play, do you not? I do. Oh, look I at do. that. If you want to participate, make sure call in that number, 716-878-5104. So, you know, I, I I was going through Twitter one day. I was like, oh hey, there's a tweet about a list of all the former Buffalo Bills on other NFL teams. I was like, oh, I can make a game out of this. I, I, I can make a game. I don't know how I well I'm going to perform in this game, though. It's a lot of pressure. It's just me. Well, I, I mean, yeah, you don't have Tanner with you. Yeah. And, and this includes people on practice squads. Oh, no. Yeah, so you have to get that, too. Um, we'll, we'll do it by division, though. So then, so then maybe you're not as lost. Okay, all right. Per se. So I will tell you. That we're we're gonna start off with the AFC East. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go AFC North, AFC South, um, AFC West, then NFC that same way East, North, South, West. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. So, the AFC East, there are three people. Three. Okay. And I I will give you this hint. They're all on the same team, which is the New York Jets. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> this is going to be bad. <laughs> I can already tell you this is not going to be bad. And they're all on the practice squad. All on the practice squad. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Dude, I have no idea. This is going to be a bad this game. This is going to be awful. I, gonna, I'm not going to be able to get any. I can't believe this, Joe. If they're not on the active roster, I'm not going to remember. <sighs> Fine, maybe we'll just do active roster. All right, acti- I like that. that. I like that. Who, fine, who fine. were those three? They're, uh, Connor McDermott. Okay, no way. The offensive tackle. Defensive tackle, Tenzel Smart. No way. And then the last one is safety, Jared Maiden. Mm, yeah, wouldn't have gotten any of those, <laughs> unfortunately. I, I really didn't expect you to, but, yeah. you know. You expected me to or didn't? I, I expected you to get McDermott. I thought you would have put That was that probably together. the only one that I could have yeah. out of any of them. But the other two, absolutely not. I couldn't even tell you their name and you just told me. So, I, I got to count how many on our on active rosters in the North. One, two, three, four, <laughs> yeah. five. There are six on the active roster in the AFC North. Okay. Six on the active roster in the AFC North. Yeah. Are we going team by team? Uh, there is two on the Baltimore Ravens, two, two on the Cleveland Browns, and then two on Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Levi Wallace. One. Um, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, that you had to I just had, I was thinking back a little too far at first. I, I, and then you said Pittsburgh, done. What are the other two? Baltimore. Cleveland and Baltimore. Cleveland, um, Cleveland, who is on the Browns that Bills had? Can you tell me a position by chance? One's an offensive guard, one's a punter. Joe. What? This this is embarrassing that you can't get this. Is it the punter? Both. Is it who I'm thinking of? Who? No, probably not. No? No. I'm trying to think of our punter before. Oh, no. Is it Bohorquez? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he was on the Packers. I just had to think. Yeah, no, he got moved to Cleveland. Yes, okay. Bohorquez, the punter, who I miss very much, but with Sam Martin's pretty good. Um, and the offensive lineman. Offensive guard. Guard. 
if, if a caller wants to help Joe yeah, in any yeah, way, shape, anyone, or form, yeah. please. <laughs> I, I'm blanking. Who? Wyatt Teller. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, Joe. Joe, are yeah, you a real not a Bills good game fan? To play with one are person. you really a Bills fan? I'm a Bills fan. I just don't remember old rosters unless it was like. Oh, my God. Like, if you if, if, if it's someone like I would know, like Scott Chandler, then, yeah, like I would be able to pick him out. But, like, these lesser names, I'm like, eh. There are 12 on it, or in the AFC South. There are four on Houston, four on Indy, three on Jacksonville, one on Tennessee. Tennessee. Huh. Joe, this is really bad. I know, Dan. Joe, this was not a good game to play with just me. I, I really thought you would know. No, me. no, I blank out on this stuff. I, I, I know it. I just can't like. Dude, think I, of I it can't on the give spot. you Jacksonville jumbo shrimp like last time. I can't do it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um. You even forgot we played that. No, I didn't. Oh, I remember did. the Jacksonville. Remember? Jumbo. Okay, I ate okay, a shrimp okay, tempura fine. roll after fine. we filmed. Oh that. yeah, that's right. Um. On the top. We we faced against him, Joe. Is it Marquise Goodwin? No. No, hang on. It is hang a on. wide receiver. It's a wide receiver. I remember who I rem- Marquise Goodwin's on the Rams or Seahawks. One of those two. Yeah. Um Who is it? Good lord, I know who it is. <laughs> this is so funny. He is having a mental breakdown in studio. He cannot figure out one person who is a wide receiver for Tennessee who we used to have. He returned punts after in the game after two were muffed. Yeah. Oh, oh, there, there's a caller. I saw a flash. Did Maybe. You? Yeah, oh, there's yeah. a flash. All right. Yeah, no, Joe's going to take the caller. Ugh. Yeah. No, I, I can't believe Joe can't get this. I I I I don't I, I think Joe's a bad wagon fan now. Oh my god, is there a person with the raw no- oh jeez. Oh no. Oh no. He's not even the caller wasn't even there to help. He, he the was caller just- was looking for Michael McNamara, so if you are listening, Michael McNamara, I didn't take a name <laughs> or anything. But there is someone there, there's somebody for there you. looking for you. Yes. Oh, great. Unfortunately, I was kind of stoked. You don't even get Evan DePasquale's help. No, unfortunately Evan DePasquale doesn't even want to help you. Um, Why, did he text you that? No. Oh. Um, okay. I, I'm, ter- okay. I'm just assuming. Listen, that. listen. I need to think. I seriously need to think. Because it's not Marquise Goodwin. Joe, I, I, I have to keep talking. I, I can't stop talking, Joe. You know that. Marquise Goodwin. And who is the other one? Who is the other one? Do, do you want me to just go down the list? I, I don't even know if you're going to get the rest of them, Joe. Yeah, just go down the list. Okay, you can stop the game music. Pause the game music because it's not a game anymore. <laughs> this is just me telling you. Oh, my God, Joe. Wait, I'm so let me try and get this Tennessee one. <laughs> I, I, know, I'm, I, know, I know who it is. Like, I could tell you. But when you put me on the spot like this, that's where I crumble. I can't <laughs> do this under pressure. Who's who's Tennessee's number one wide receiver? Come on, come no. no I'm giving up. I can't. I, it's on Robert te- Woods. Robert Woods. Yes, I knew who it was. No, you did it, or I else did. you would have said no, the name. I knew. Joe. I knew it was. He was on the team the same as Marquise Goodwin. I knew it was someone from that Bills era. I he was on the tip of my yeah, tongue. Yeah, but you didn't say the name, did you? <laughs> 
the the game went straight down the drain. Yeah, it it, it really did, Joe. All this right, is a game you play but, when all all of us are in house. Yeah, I you know. know what I, mean? I, I should have, but. That that's too much help for you, Joe. I I gotta make sure you're not a bandwagon, Joe. I'm not a bandwagon. But when well, I'm, this is kind of making you look like it. You were gonna ask me practice squad teams. There's no way that was gonna happen. Okay, okay, practice squad's a little far. Fine, but ah, Joe. I can tell you the ones I do know. What what are the ones that you do know? Sammy Watkins is on the Packers. Yep. And he played for the Ravens for a little bit, along with the Chiefs. Right. Um, Marquise Goodwin is yep. on the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And Robert Woods is on the Titans. <laughs> Joe, we already went over yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, has punter. I did uh, that uh, one. Joe, we went I over know, this. I know. I'm just. Le- I'm listing off the ones I knew. I, I, I do know. I do know. Just, I can't. Joe, I, can't go... I don't know if I trust you anymore, Joe. You're giving me a dead evil stare. Yes, I am. Because the, on the spot like this, I crumble. I can't do it. I'm just going to go over the list now. So for Houston, the four we're on that team are wide receiver Tyron Johnson. Tyron Johnson. Uh, defensive end Jerry Hughes. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, but I didn't, we didn't get, get to it, the yeah. Titans. Or it's, to the Texans. We didn't you, get to the you Texans. You just decided to main your focus to the Titans, because, and that was it. Because I deadly knew that one. Jerry Hughes has had a fantastic season. No, you season. didn't definitely know it, or else you would have said it, Joe. Jerry Hughes has had a fantastic season Joe, with the we're going to keep arguing about this. Uh, tight end O.J. Howard. Defensive end Mario Addison. We're both in Houston. Uh, then Indy was Zach Moss, Stephon Gilmore, Matt Hawk, and Chase McLaughlin. You're just nodding your head like you knew this, and you did not. You, you, you. If liar. I had a list in front of me like you, I would be able to say all of them too. I'm the game host, Joe. You're, Someone's you're gotta me, have the, you're telling you're me, telling you me that Drew Carey on The Price Is Right is like, oh yeah, that's what? What? How much money is it? I don't know. I I'm don't not, have a card. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if I put you on the spot, would you know every single one of these? I want to know every single one, but that's why it's a game, Joe. Mm-hmm. I, I would know most. I would know most. Okay. Uh, I'll, think, I'll think of a game for you next time. <laughs> you you got to find a really hard game. Uh, tight, on Jacksonville, it's tight end Chris Manhurts, uh, on lineman Blake Hantz, and then offensive guard John Miller. Then you get to uh, the AFC West. Ronald Darby is on Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nickel Roby Coleman is on the Las Vegas practice squad, but you know, he's big enough to, you should know that. Yeah. Uh, Dustin Hopkins on the chargers. Then we get to the NFC East where it's Jason Peters on Dallas, Tyrod Taylor, Matt Breida, David Stills, Isaiah Hodgins, John Feliciano, Jack Anderson, Nick McLeod, Jamie Gillian, Robert Foster, Elijah Griffin, Davis Webb, t- and then that's that's all of it from yeah the Giants. Brian Dable poached the Bills. That's all you can say. Uh, Tyree Jackson's on Philly. Mm-hmm. What a season he's having. He's on the pup. Oh, he's on the pup list. Yeah, he's on the pup. Oh, list. never mind. He then. doesn't even. He hasn't even played. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, for Washington, it's Jonathan Williams, Logan Thomas, F. A. Obata. Richard Wild Goose and Jake Fromm. Then we go to the NFC North, 
where Chicago has Kingsley Jonathan, A.J. Klein, and Nathan Peterman. Green Bay has Sammy Watkins, Luke Tenuta. Then Minnesota has Harrison Phillips, Jacob Hollister, who now actually got moved somewhere else. I forget actually who he got signed by, but he did get signed by somebody off the practice squad. Then Atlanta has tight end McCole Pruitt and defensive tackle Vincent Taylor. Carolina has Raheem Blackshear and Andre Roberts. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers only have Brandon Walton. They had Cole Beasley. They did for a little time Mm -hmm. being. Arizona has Cody Ford, Tanner Vallejo, um, and that's everybody on the active. The the Rams have Brandon Powell, Ty Nasecki. Then San Francisco has Ray Ray, uh, Tyler Croft, (laughs) Jordan Matthews, and Deontay Johnson. Then Seattle, the last team, has Marquise Goodwin, Quinn Jefferson, and Daryl Johnson. Joe, I, I'm so disappointed in you. There's I'm no sh- way. There's no way I would have gotten very many of those. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, it's not even that. Joe, like, so many of those happened this season. I, I know. The Hodge, the Giants stuff, Feliciano, Hodges, I could have gotten. But it's when we get into like pre-Josh Allen where things start to get a little fuzzy. And I followed the Bills since E.J. Manuel was the quarterback. So, I mean. You remember E.J. Manuel, but you can't remember. I also remember Kyle Orton coming in, and then he actually left the last game. He, he just went into the locker room and left right after the game. Joe, this was going to be such a long segment that turned into me just listing players. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I'm now, so disappointed in you. Now, it allows us to get into the Bills topic, though. There, there is actually one piece of breaking news. Okay. There, is is it, are you piece. sure it's not a fake Twitter? No, this is actually pro football talk. Oh, okay. Shaquille Leonard is heading to injured reserve. Mm. Finally. Yeah. I I, I honestly hate how Ra- the Raiders did it yesterday with Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. I had Darren Waller on my team. And they're just oh. like, oh, yeah, yeah he's going to play. That he's going to be out. That he's going to play like 10 snaps. And, and now we're going to four four weeks. Mm-hmm. No, it's it is ridiculous. It's so I have stupid. him. I have him on a couple of my teams, and I got screwed pretty bad on that. So. It's like who expected that? I mean, they did that with Renfro too. <laughs> like, yeah, what are they doing there? Mm-hmm. I I don't know if like are Mark Davis and Jim Ursay in a fight for like worst decisions in a week? Like, you uh, know, yeah, Jim Ursay firing. Frank Reich and that to me, I still can't get over that. The fact Mark that Davis Jeff hiring. Saturday is is their coach right now. I I can't even. You, you, know, you ever seen the movie The Longest Yard? Yeah. When Burt Reynolds, I mean, I'm talking the not the original Burt Reynolds one, but the Adam Sandler one. Okay. Yeah. When he suits up and goes out onto the field, Jeff Saturday is going to do that. <laughs> I, I'm calling it right now. He's gonna he's gonna be a coach while being out there. Yes. Yeah. He's gonna be playing center. He's got a trick play. He's got a trick play got- for him. He's going to be the center, and he's just going to take the ball and run. So what? They're just going to basically – what you're thinking is that at one part during the game, they're just going to dress him up in, like, a different player's gear mm-hmm. and have him run out there and call the plays himself? No, he's got his own jersey made. He's ready to go. I'm talking he's got a uniform and everything. Well, I don't think you could use the new same name, Joe. Why? Because then they know it's clearly him. Yeah, that's the point. A, a head co- coach can't be on the field, Joe. 
there, there's a 15 yard name penalty. Name Sunday for then. That. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, name him Sunday. Put Sunday on the back of the jersey. Yeah. Then you know it's code. Sunday, it's a new Saturday. Guy, Sunday. Sunday, Saturday. They Saturday hired the guy is on, Sunday. on Sunday. Yes, sir. It'd just be funny, wouldn't it, if he trotted out there and. Oh, I think it would be great. <laughs> if, oh, what if yeah. they let coaches do that, like younger coaches? I mean, you might have uh, Mike McDaniel out there then, young guy, you know. Right. Stop rushing. Stop scrambling. Stop rushing. Yeah, I told you. I told him to stop. That guy. I can't even believe that. I, he is such a nerdy coach. He is. I wouldn't picture him. If I saw him just without being like on the NFL network or whatever, like for an interview, I would not put him as an NFL coach. Oh, he would. He's crazy. Like, I mean, he I doesn't don't look think, like a Belichick. Even McDermott's got that stone cold he, face. He's too open and he tries to like, he's like that weird kid in school where he's like trying to be cool, but he's not even close to it. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell players to stop and then laugh about it later for running. Yeah. You know, he didn't listen to my coaching. I I, do, I just don't get him. I don't. No. I mean he's an enigma, if anything. Yeah. I mean, shows you anyone could be an NFL head coach. Right. You know what I mean? Even a, You could get called up during the middle of the show and you would probably be more qualified than Jeff Saturday. Oh yeah. Probably. Let's <laughs> just be honest here. I mean let Aces are aces or aces. Apples to oranges. I mean, come on. Like, what are we doing here? Like, yeah, Joe Kelly to just Saturday. Oh, my gosh. Um, I, would love to ha- I would love to have control of an NFL franchise. I'm going to be honest Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? I would do some crazy stuff. That's all I'm saying. What, are you doing Jim Mersey stuff? Oh, I'd be doing more than that, Dan. I'd be... I'd be <laughs> Dan Campbell plus Jim Mersey? I'd be, like... I'm not talking, like, personality-wise. Okay. Yes, I'd be into it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm talking the playbook. Mm-hmm. It'd be like a Madden playbook, like crazy stuff. I'm talking like we pitch it out. Just the most confusing plays ever yep. that it's would never work in a It's actually a triple backwards game. pass between three people and then a bomb down the field. Five flea flickers. Yep, five flea flickers. Back. Yep, five mm-hmm. flea flickers. The fly f- <laughs> it's, a t- <laughs> it's a tongue twister. The five flea flicker. But we're going we're gonna to take a quick break after that failed game show segment on my end there. Dan, I apologize for that. I mean, maybe we can try it again uh, with, with everyone in-house and see how everyone You does. know the answer. Uh, well, I don't really know the answer. Yeah, you'll I mean, probably like, forget. Yeah, but. let's be honest here. I mean, but we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with some Bills talk, and we're going we're gonna to talk some picks. Tanner sent us his picks, so we will have three sets of picks. Oh, okay. Yes. So we'll be back with some Bills talk and some picks right after this. Welcome back to the Blitz on 91.3 FM, WBNY Buffalo, Buffalo's original alternative since 1982, brought to you by the Buffalo State Student Activity Fee. Once again, a happy Veterans Day to all of our veterans out there on this funky Friday. Dan, that was the Minneapolis Miracle. Oh, yeah, baby. And I'm off. Yep, you were off. Sorry. Yeah. That, <laughs> you want to repeat that? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. The Minneapolis Miracle repeat? Perhaps. Maybe. Uh, it's looking like it. I And honestly, I hope so. I hope Josh Allen doesn't play. I, I, don't, I, th- I know we talked about this on Wednesday. Um, but you said the injury report is live, so I'm going to pull that up real fast. Do you want to kick us off? I, I have it up, Joe. Do you? I do. Uh, Josh Allen was limited today. His game status has been deemed questionable. So I'm going to ask a quick question to you. Yeah. How do you feel about that? 
Like, do you think he's gonna play? You think he's gonna play? He he is the goat. Do he, you want him to play though? Yeah. It, it, if Allen feels like he can go and figure out ways not to make it worse, then yeah. I agree. I agree with that. I I think he doesn't have to throw it a hundred miles per hour. Down he's got to take the checkdowns, which he hasn't done in the past couple weeks. So I mean, that's that's one. Well, maybe thing. it will work better. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe that's like the thing we've been missing. Well, right, because I I saw a report. I forget by who. I wish I could give credit, but I don't. I don't know if I can. I'll, there I'll, are there is no credit. There is no credit. So, um. <laughs> That mentioned that Allen was denying taking checkdowns in the past couple games, and honestly, the stats show it too. Uh, he averaged about 14 yards per throw on in the Green Bay game, and in the New York Jets game, he averaged about 12 yards. So he's going for more than 10 yards on every every pass. So he's not taking those little checkdowns where we see Dawson Knox get the you know get the catches and see Isaiah McKenzie really get boosted up stat wise and everything like that. So I'm hoping. Hoping this injury, he kind of plays it a little safer if he does play. If not, um, like I said, I tweeted the other day on the show, I think everything's going to be tested from the offensive line to the running game to the wide receivers and tight ends. I, I You're going to have to block for Keenum because guess what? You don't have a quarterback that's going to do it all. And uh, we'll talk more about that later. What, anything else on the injury report? I know it's probably longer than it Oh, yeah, been. it's long, Joe. Yeah. Uh, Spencer Bryan will be active. After being full for the past two days. Okay, good. That's good. Uh, Stefan Diggs came up on the injury report. He did not practice with vet rest. Yes. I always get nervous when I see that. <laughs> but uh, Jermaine Emmons was limited today with his groin and heel injury. He has been deemed questionable. Is it a groin and heel injury? or is Yeah, it... it's both. Hmm. Interesting. Do you think he touches the field? Uh, well, I mean... Do I think that who who's the backup uh, for Edmonds? Um, I'm blanking on his name here. Dane Jackson. No, that's a corner. oh. Uh, sorry, I thought you said or Tyrell Dodson. Yeah, Tyrell Dodson. Tyrell Dodson. Yes. Um, I think if Milano plays, it's okay. But if Milano is deemed out at any point, or they can't go. Uh, then I would say, yeah, re- like you gotta play him. Yeah, no, I agree. Because I feel like Milano could do just as good a job, maybe calling plays or leading the defense. Hmm. Yeah, no, Milano has been a huge part to the defense. I I think that's definitely a possibility. I hope he's okay to play. He's also a major run stopper, which is we're gonna need for this game, especially with Dalvin Cook, the brotherly rivalry at the same time here. Uh, there's a lot of rivalries. If Allen doesn't play, it's the Minneapolis Miracle rivalry, right? Yeah. Harrison Phillips comes back to Buffalo. Exactly. Harrison Phillips back in Buffalo. Josh might hurdle him if he plays. Stephon um, Diggs versus Justin Jefferson. Stephon Diggs, sense. Justin Jefferson. And then, like you said, Dalvin Cook, James Cook. Nuts. Nuts. This is NFL scripted, fellas. Well, not fellas. Uh, there's only a fella in here. <laughs> the NFL is scripted, and this just proves it, I, I believe. Dan, continue on with the injury report. Uh Kyrie Elam, after two days of not practicing on his ankle, is deemed doubtful. Okay. Uh, Dane Jackson, after two straight days of being full, does not have a game status, so he's good to go. Taiwan Jones came up on the injury report today with a did not practice with vet rest. Okay. Cam Lewis was full for all three days. I don't even know why he's on the injury report anymore. If he's just going to 
before the practices. Yeah. Matt Milano, after being full for two straight days, does not have a game status and will be playing in full. Good. Good. Von Miller, after having vet rest on Wednesday, did not have anything else appear. He's fine. Um, Mitch Morris, after having two days of full on his elbow, he's fine. Jordan Poyer, after three straight days of not practicing, he is officially out. Uh. David Questenberry, after being limited on Wednesday with a groin injury, he was full the next two days. He does not have a game status and should be fine. Greg Rousseau, who did not practice all three days, is out. And then Saffold was not a practice on Wednesday with his vet rest back. So okay. he's fine. All right, cool. Yeah, I know we've said this already this week, but you know we were glad the injury report was getting shorter and shorter, and it is getting longer, longer and, and longer. longer. So that is uh, unfortunate. But, I mean, going into this game against the Minnesota Vikings, they're 7-1. and one. Do you think they're a fraudulent seven and one in the NFC, or are they an actual legit seven and one? What would you, what, what's your take going into the game? I feel like it's a half and half. I yeah. I feel like they have the playmakers where they could be a solid seven and one team, but if you look at all the Vikings wins, they've lost by or they've won by seven or less. Yeah, it hasn't been like they no killed a team. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, the only team that they did get killed by was the Philadelphia Eagles. Who are currently 8-0. Right. So so it, it could be a thing where they can play bad teams really well. But good teams meh, mid. Or, yeah, exactly. It could yeah. be like good teams, they play really badly or just don't even show up at all. I, I mean, here's their games. From this season. They mm-hmm. beat the Packers in week one, and the Packers rarely win in week one. Yeah. Then they lose to the Eagles 24-7. Well, wait. One thing about the Packers. They rarely play this bad throughout the entire season. So, I mean, this they is They rarely a, play bad ever. Yeah, this is a fluke season for them. Well, actually, it's a pretty bad season. I mean, it's just the young team right now in Aaron Rodgers. They don't have wide receivers. Nope. Um, then Sammy, the Vikings. Sammy Dropkins. Yeah. <laughs> then they have uh then they face the Lions only beat them by four. Then they face the Saints and they got lucky of a double doink of not to go into overtime <laughs> against doink. Andy Dalton. Uh then they beat the Bears by seven, twenty nine to twenty two. Uh they beat the the non Tua led Miami Dolphins twenty four to sixteen. That was Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, in that and they game. that was a close and that close was a game. close game yeah. throughout the whole time. And you know, I mean, we we slam on Tua right in the Dolphins. We don't like the Dolphins, but you can't deny that they play better when he's in the quarterback. Oh position. yeah, one hundred percent. That I think that game they'd be six and two if Tua was playing in that game. We'd, they'd have the same record as us, and the Chiefs have the same record as us as well. Sorry, that's really off topic. I was just making sure, right? Yeah, I believe so. And everyone's had their bye except like Chiefs Bills. We've both had a bye week. Right. Okay, so this is honestly, I know we were on a different topic, but this is promising if we come to the postseason and we still have the win over them. So that, that's that's huge, but continue on. Uh, then <laughs> they faced the Cardinals. They beat them 34-26, to 26, but mm-hmm. that was the first day of Colin, Call of Duty I was just Warfare. about to ask, when did, when did that game uh, happen versus when did MW2 drop? Yeah, so basically everybody's thinking that it was Murray not putting as much work into the game, and then they barely beat the Washington Commanders 
led by Taylor Heineke <laughs> by three. They won 20 to 17. Taylor Heineken? Heineken. <laughs> You should have a brand deal with that. Come on. Like, it's so close, but. It is. It is. But Yeah. No, they're kind of clo- they're, they're, close games. Right. Yeah. They're they're not blowouts against bad teams. They're basically just hanging on by a thread, getting that last second touchdown to put them through. They seem to have a habit of that with the Minneapolis Miracle as well. True. You know what I mean? They have the, the last minute. Plus, I think Kirk Cousins just wanted to beat the Commanders because it was like, I think, eight years or six or seven years to that day of, you like that? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So he kind of just wanted to, you know, win that game and then he can lose out almost the rest of the season. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. I don't think anybody's losing to the Colts this season anymore. I, I think the Colts are just tanking for a new quarterback. Do you mean winning against the Colts this season? What do you mean? You said no one's losing against the Colts this season. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I, I had a brain fart there. I apologize. <laughs> you had a flub? A flub. A classic flub. flub. But I, I think if you're looking at this game, 1 o'clock, it's still November, so it's going to be like a rainy, you know, maybe a little bit sunny day. Um, I don't know how the weather's looking on that because it's raining outside pretty hard right now. Um, yeah, I'm hoping, honestly, I'm sick of the rain. I want it to snow, and Sunday it looks like it's going to snow. So, Oh, is it actually going to snow on Sunday? Yeah, you want me, I'll actually, you know what? Let's bring be, it up, Jim. Let's Let's bring up the Orchard Park weather forecast for this weekend. But, no, this should be an exciting game. Either way, even if Keenum plays, there's history there. Like, that's an exciting thing. You know what I mean? So it's like... I don't know. It's tough because we've only seen Keenan with second and third teamers, really. You know what I mean? In the preseason, we've seen a little bit of action with the first teams. But, I mean, what are your thoughts if he plays? Like, We dropped from we dropped to only three-and-a-half-point favorites with the thought of him playing at this point. So, like, what is your— No, no, that's the thought of him not playing. Who, Keenum? Or, oh. No, no I'm talking about, I'm talking about Keenum. Sorry, Sorry, I thought no. we're down. No, you're okay. You're okay. Um— I honestly think that, you know, maybe it's got to be close. I said 17 on the podcast. I, I like this one tweet. I found this tweet. It's basically from Bill's practice a couple of days ago where Keenum's doing warm-up drills, yeah. Yeah. and he basically hits one. He, he backs up. And accidentally and, hits and one. And he hits yeah. one of the dummies, and then he just starts rolling out doing spins to, Hurdles yeah. over an imaginary <laughs> defender like he's Josh Allen. So I think we're in good hands either way. Yeah. But I, I just think it's great. Yes, so Sunday, I got the accurate forecast up here. Sunday, 40 degrees. Moderate Moderating temperatures will change morning snow showers to rain showers by late day. Late day. I oh. don't know if that's. That might be 4 p.m. though when that game's over. Exactly. That's... But if it snows though. If it's, I'm hoping it snows, but also, I mean, that's tough snow, sleet, slush right away in the season. You know, we haven't even had a snowfall yet. True. That's what we're going to get. But, I mean, Minnesota's got that temperature climate anyway, though. So, I mean, it's just kind of like we're not really playing it's a huge advantage. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's like Green Bay coming here in a snowstorm. Like, Aaron Rodgers is used to that. You know what I mean? So, it's like, 
Well, no, actually, they're not used to it. Well, they, they play, play in the inside. dome. Yeah, you're yeah, right. No, I just they don't thought do nothing. about that. They, they don't want to touch the weather, Joey. Do you think they practice? they'll probably practice outside to get used to it, though? That's a huge advantage, actually. Maybe, maybe not. It, we basically have the reverse of what the Dolphins have. Well, yeah, snows is like our key factor. Well, when, Snow and wind. Especially in the south, your blood's thinner in the longer you're in a warmer temperature. So people in Florida have thinner blood, and you get cold quicker. That's why when you go to Florida for spring break, it's 60 and sunny. You're in shorts and a T-shirt. Everyone else is in a jacket shivering. Right, you know yeah. what I mean? So Tua's in for a rude awakening when they come back up here, I think. When, especially week 15. Like, come on. Like, you're you're in a Buffalo winter at that point, hopefully. I mean, it's, it's been 75 degrees and sunny pretty much all November. So, But, I mean, who do you think steps up in this game and make, is the difference maker without it? We're going to go if Alan, when we're, we're saying Allen's not playing. All right. From here on out, like, who's the X factor for the Bills that takes us over the edge and takes, gets us to the victory line? I would say the offensive line. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like for anything to go well on the offensive side of things, you need your offensive line to be sturdier than they were against the Jets and don't be so friendly to Harrison Phillips. Yeah. I know he's a, he's a good friend of everyone on this team. He was an awesome dude, but you can't you can't think of him like that. He's enemy number one. On right? That yeah, and especially that he's going against either Mitch or uh, Bates. And the thing is, he knows these guys. Like, he, well, he he knows three out of the five. Right, but still, that's or four out. That's five. that's ninety percent. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right, that's yeah, 80%. that's a high percentage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, he knows he might know how to get past, and you know what I mean? Like, what what their weakness is? Like, Dion. But he never worked with Cromer though, so Cromer could be the sense right. of difference. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But I do love there. There's a video, you know. They they called Allen limited, right? Mm-hmm. And the media is allowed to look at practices and everything and see who's out there. Well, there's a video that came out mm-hmm. of Allen who is in the practice um, facility. Yeah, the practice facility. He was throwing, uh, most likely throwing passes and uh, doing other things to test out his arm. And right as he sees the media come, <laughs> he basically goes over to the sleeve that was not on his arm. So the sleeve was off. <laughs> he, he picks up the sleeve. He goes down. And then he just runs to the locker room. He's like, nobody's going to see me. Nobody's going to. Oh I am the Flash. But he, he, the Bills are keeping Josh's secret. Honestly, good. Because guess what? That's a huge game changer for Minnesota. Whether or not he plays. Because then, if he's playing, you need to worry about Josh Allen. Right? Like, oh, 100%. You need to worry about your run defense and watching him roll out. You need to worry about these You long need to throws. designate a whole linebacker to a spy. Yeah, exactly. But if he's not playing, you're playing a pocket passer. So, I mean, honestly, that video, though, when he backed into that. that I know. Dummy, I, I, he, I'm pretty that's like, mobi- impressed That's by mobility if I've ever seen it right yeah, there. Yeah, old man mobility there. Yeah, it is crazy, though. Like, he's not in his prime. Like, he is. Oh, no. He is. He no, is. He is, is old so man. Far out old of man it. Case Keenum. He is so far out. Just imagine, though. If this happened last year and Trubisky was in this position, how much more confident would you be? And do you think the line would change more than a three-and-a-half-point favorite? I don't know. I think it might because, honestly, Trubisky is iffy, right? He is. He's not, he's not well, Josh I think Allen. It's, I, I, 
think we can't look at Travitsky with the Pittsburgh system. No, no. Just in the sense because there's been reports that he wasn't allowed to play uh, call audible. He wasn't. And yeah. that he wasn't allowed to really do what he wanted. But look at that because game he everybody came in. hates Matt Canada. Yeah, on the I I mean the kicker Chris Boswell saw Canada like celebrating with somebody. And he said it's not because of you, man. Oh my god! It's like you're not that guy. That just shows you. I mean, I, they need a new offensive coordinator. Oh, they do, they do. But um, I I think Mitch with the Bills is a completely different story. He's mobile. He liked the system. He's, he's, he's pretty fresh. Yeah. I, I, I mean, the only time, and he would be way more fresh now. Just think, I mean, Keenum's coming way more this season than Trubisky ever did last season. Right, right. I mean, Trubisky came in, we were up 40 to nothing on the Texans. He came in during the Denver da- game. The Dolphins game, 35 to nothing oh, yeah. as well. Right. So, But that was only victory formation. Right, yeah. So Keenum's actually getting game right, time. Right, he's actually throwing yeah. or handing off the ball. He's getting, like, prepared Yeah, almost. I mean, I, I like it. I would rather have Trubisky in this scenario just because he is young. He fits in with Josh's scheme. He is mobile, like you said. And did you see that game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this season when he was actually rolling out of the pocket and changing the plays at the line of scrimmage when he came in for a hurt I Kenny Pickett? Dan, he was he was electric. He won that game. Oh well, yeah, that's right, that's right. You know what I mean? Like that yeah, was. No, Mitch is actually good when he's allowed to be good. To be Mitch, right. like let yeah. him play. He let a, Mitch be Mitch. A who was their stupid coach? Um, Cleveland or the Chicago. Um, uh, Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy failed offense, failed system. Oh, everything. he was a horrible, he was horrible, horrible, coach. horrible. Bills. He looks good every drive he comes out and throws. There's reports that he didn't even want Trubisky. No, Nagy, no. That, that he just hated him from the start, and he didn't really give him a chance at any point. I think Mitch might go to one of these struggling teams this season. Panthers. 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 Colts. He might go to these teams. Like I don't think the Colts. I think the Colts are either going to try to stick it out with Matt Ryan. What if the Broncos go for... <laughs> like Broncos You're crazy. trade Russell Wilson crazy. for Mitch Trubisky. No, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. Come on. Why can't I do it? You Th- can't. This is what you would get have if I Kenny Pickett. You're gonna have Russell Wilson sit behind Kenny, Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett needs growth hormones in his hands. Like, come on. There's no way Pittsburgh would ever no. make that trade. You're right. I'm just Pittsburgh's a cheap team. I'm yanking your chain. Don't worry. I, I, that was that was more of a joke than anything. I'm trying to think. Where could Trubisky go? Uh, back to Chicago. Um. Uh, <laughs> no, Justin Fields actually is playing pretty <laughs> I know, well, I so I don't think so. Um, if Detroit wasn't doing so bad, I would feel Detroit because Jared Goff is. But Jared Goff also has played in two of the highest scoring NFL games of all time. Yeah, of like, all time. But, he's gotten. You know, that doesn't really matter. Is it the team around him, though, you think? He's no. a good system quarterback. When you put him in a good system, they went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago with he, when he was with the Rams. I, I just think that it, it really depends if Goff decides to go out there and do well or not. Mm-hmm. Most times. I also think that the defense. Uh, the Detroit defense is so historically bad. Yeah, that's like I rather just not touch Detroit. Um, I I mean you could make an argument for the Ravens if they don't re-sign Lamar mm-hmm. because that may become they, they a might huge not possibility now. Yeah, um, especially because they're not doing particularly well this season. 
They've, if they've Gino lost... was going to do bad, I would feel like maybe I could see him going to San Francisco when Garoppolo leaves. They don't want to rush Trey Lance back. Well, also, so Trey... they may want that transition quarterback. Well, Trey Lance is small sample size. Oh, I... he looked horrible. He looked horrible. He looked it, horrible. Even when he was healthy. Granted, it oh. was a really rainy game, but oh my god. Justin Fields looked better than he did. Yeah, no, he I mean, looked horrible. He had he had no. It wasn't even like Josh Allen his rookie year. He just looked bad. Like yeah. it was like, oh my god. It was just like there's no hope for this guy. Yeah, I mean it's tough. It's tough. Uh, the Bills Vikings game on Sunday actually has the most coverage. Yes, on I saw Fox it it's all over. Yeah, it basically the only spots that it's not in, um, you know, being directly live is. Chicago, so part of Illinois, like the top half of Illinois is the Chicago game. The bottom game, or the bottom half is the Bills game. Um, some of Ohio, then all of Michigan, Louisiana, and some of Mississippi. And then it would be the Pittsburgh area, you know, Pennsylvania sneaks down a little bit into West Virginia. You know, that area. That that those are the only four areas that the Bills game is not prominently live. Everywhere else in the rest of the country yeah. is gonna have Bills Viking. I it's because it's gonna honestly, I it just again shows it's scripted. They wanted this game to they wanted this Keenum Diggs and back in p- playing against Minnesota. I mean yeah, this was really scripted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they actually said it's time for Josh Allen's elbow to get injured and did it on purpose, you know. But they did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. they just said, okay, now's the time where you blow his elbow out and maybe ruin four weeks of the Bills' dreams. But look at that, though, that stat. I saw this the other day. Even if he misses four games like his rookie year, guess what? I know you always say there's like a ninety five percent chance yeah, to win the, to, to go to the playoffs, especially because we have a win on every other division leader in the AFC. Well, I mean, the thing is, I I would rather see Josh healthy and beat New England. That's what I'm when saying. I go like, yeah, you know, I I rather him not have to be out no. there. Yeah, I'd rather not see a brace on his arm because he hurt it even more. You know what I mean? And like not be able to play. Then we're stuck right. with Keenan for the rest of the season and Sayonara playoffs. Like at that exactly. point, like, come on. When we play good teams, like if we go back against the Jets and Dolphins, that there goes our whole. It's like, honestly, Chiefs fans probably could feel this because if Mahomes goes out, it's the same situation. Oh yeah, no you know what I mean. Like it's could. like, it's it's so bad. Like I, I like McDermott said, need more consistency from more positions. You know, so exactly. <laughs> but we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna get to you with our draft picks. For, or not draft, draft picks. picks. I wish it's draft April. Picks. It's not April. It's, it's not April. April. Sorry, I'm jumping to spring semester. I'm a little. I, I want the warm weather back already. But we'll, are you not a, a cold weather man, Joe? No, I am a cold weather guy. Oh, I mean, okay. I like I like the winter. Okay, good. Yep. But we'll be right back with our game picks for this Sunday slate. Week ten. Week ten. Right after this. The bills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now. Welcome back to the Blitz on 91.3 FM WBNY. And just one last time before we sign off here in a little bit. Not not now, in a little bit here after we make our picks. Happy Veterans Day to all of our veterans out there on this funky Friday. And Dan, let, let's get into the picks here, okay? 
How you feeling? You feeling froggy? You feeling funky? Shout! Yeah? Shout! You like the song choice, huh? Shout! I don't know. I can't yeah, stop myself, Joe. All right, I'm pulling up my picks right now. I, I can't stop myself. I know. This song, doesn't it just get you feeling a different way? I, I did this once during a show, and both you and Tanner came up to me after the show, after I played it, and you're like, you are so lucky I didn't start singing. Oh, my gosh. Right now, I'm about to burst out into it. I mean, what week are we in now? Week 10? Week 10. Okay. There we go. No, we're in week 27. Okay. And for all of you listeners out there, just enjoy the shout song. Compliments of YouTube, free streaming platform. And let's. Without- we have to give credit to YouTube now. Thank you, YouTube, for existing. Yes, thank you for existing, YouTube. And now let's let's kick it off. Let's kick these picks off. What do you say? The Let's Ride Broncos Country, Broncos Country. Let's ride against the Tennessee Titans. Dan, start us off. Oh, Joe, you 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 may have to turn off my mic for this. Because this this may get very extreme. Okay, you're good. Let it rip. You may have doubted Derrick Henry and against the Kansas City Chiefs, but he was facing Patrick Mahomes. He is now going to back home to face the Let It Burn Russell Wilson Broncos. Place the crowd. Back up on his head and crawl down and call him the king of the Tennessee Titans. Thank you. Okay. All right. That concludes that pick for Dan, (laughs) uh, the Tennessee Titans, King Henry. Got a lot to digest out of that, but I think I picked up most of that. It's Tennessee, baby. Okay. I am going to say Broncos country. No. Let's ride. I'm no. going with the Denver Broncos on this one. I believe in Russ. Come on. You're, Come on. you're kidding me. No, no. I'm going with Russell Wilson. As much as I want to pick the Titans after that hype up you just gave him, I'm going to go with Denver Broncos here. I, I feel like my boy Russ is going to have a day. Have a day. He's going to have a day. There's Tanner, no question about it. Tanner uh, sent us our, his picks. Yes. He picked the Tennessee Titans. Okay. He agrees with me. He knew the, <laughs> the hype was coming for it. I, you did it last week, and I think he I do it then. every week now, man. Derrick Henry is fa- like one of my favorite players, man. Like you cannot deny he is. No, you can't deny he's the best the, yeah. running back in the league. No, absolutely, and we shut him down. So that's a testament to our defense. So exactly. And now let's move into the next game, shall we? The uh, Urban Meyer. Oh, sorry, not Urban Meyer. Uh, oh, no. Doug Peterson led Jacksonville Jaguars against the Andy Reid led Kansas City Chiefs. I'm picking the Chiefs. How could I not pick the Chiefs? There's no question here. I mean, uh, this could be like a speed run. Tanner also picked the Chiefs. Chiefs, um, Chiefs, Chiefs. Yeah, Chief, Chief, Chief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's a lot of uh, hand motions. Yeah. You know, the tomahawk chops. Yeah, yeah, the tomahawks. Yep. And now, next game, the Cleveland Browns against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I This one's a little tougher, I will say. I Really? I kind of want to take the Browns. I really do, but I'm going to take the Dolphins. I'm going to take the Dolphins in this game. I, I'm going to take... The Dolphins. I mean, are, are we idiotic here? I mean, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle have been two of the best wide receivers that the league has ever seen as a tandem. Two has been okay because of them, and the defense is still lethal. You know, they're they're not allowed in Buffalo. Uh, so I, I think the Dolphins outright win this game. And Tanner, if I can look correctly here, has also picked the Miami Dolphins. Yes, sir. 
Yes. Dolphins country, let's, let's no, swim. No, just shut it. I don't know. Shut it. No, it's not dolphins. It's my best dolphin impression. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like a higher pitched. Quagmire. Like, no, <laughs> no, no, Mr. Krabs. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. All right. So now the Jeff Saturday-led Colts versus the Josh McDaniels-led Raiders. Yeesh. What a coaching matchup this is for the ages. Coaching. For the ages. For the ages. And I am going to take the Raiders. I, I don't think the Colts win anymore. Like you said, the Colts are not winning another game this season. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Jeff Saturday tweeted out a, a, a special – little tweet that said, wow, the Raiders are horrible. Uh, did he really? He did, yes. That, that is an official tweet that is not fake. That is not a fake account. It, I think it is a fake account. No, Dan. it's not. No, no, it's not, Joe. No, it's not. There's a fake account made of Josh Allen yesterday. Joe, there's a lot of fake accounts, no, but that was made in the commenting on Jack past. Eichel saying he was always a baby and I'm so glad he's gone. But Josh Allen really did not say that because he is a kind human being. So Look, I, I want to find this tweet now. Just because you're making me so ticked. But ticked? Yeah, because Yeah, here it is. Here it is. October thirtieth. Oh. Raiders look horrible. So do you, Colts. I don't know where he got high and mighty from. Like where where is that coming from? Because well, I mean he wasn't a coach at the time, Joe. You got a point, yeah. Uh it, I'm taking the Raiders. Yeah, I'm taking the Raiders. Yeah. Uh Tanner also took the Raiders, if I can see that correctly. Because, you know, who knows? Maybe he went with the, the Colts. Did he? Oh, no, he went with the Raiders. All right, all right good, 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 He went Tanner. with the Raiders. Good That's on you, okay. Tanner. Good on you, Tanner. All right, next game. He's listening to this in the car like. He might be. He might. Radio FX app. Radio FX app. The next game. The giraffe-necked quarterbacks. Oh, my God. Houston Texans against. The Brian Dable-led New York Giants. And I'm taking the Giants. Danny Dimes, Saquon Barkley. Let's go. What a season they're having. Danny Dimes, not an MVP, but in my heart, playing very well. This is a tough game in the sense that Houston actually has a halfway decent defense for once. Yeah. But with Brandon Cook still being uh, a little, not really a little, he's really angry about not being on a winning team. Uh, he wanted to be traded. He's probably not even going to play this week. So I, I think Giants win just because they're coming off the bye. All right. All right. I'm right there with you. Giants country. Let's. Oh, wait, wait. Tanner picked the Giants. All right, cool. I knew, I knew Tanner. Would. He's been high on the Giants all year. Okay, mister. I know him. <laughs> Jeez. All right. So next game, we have the Andy Dalton Red Rocket Saints against the Kenny Pickett small-handed Steelers. And I am going to take... You like my nicknames, Dan? Yeah, these nicknames are... They're outrageous. <laughs> they're outrageous. I, I don't know. I am taking the Andy Dalton-led Saints in this game. Uh, I'm going to take the Saints. I don't think I thought I you were about to say take, the Steelers. No, I, was... I, I will never say <laughs> the Steelers. That would be so wrong of me because Tanner is taking the Steelers. Tanner's taking the Steelers. Tanner took the Steelers? Yeah, he he's not even here, dude. Tanner, you're wrong. You can't argue with me. You're wrong. Don't, don't call him wrong yet. The game I'm hasn't happened yet. I'm going to call him yet. wrong. I don't care. Oh, man. All right, next game on the slate, Bills-Vikings. I'm taking the Bills. Bills. Right. Uh, Tanner, Tanner, took, went Tanner took the Vikings? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, he went, he went Bills. Yeah. 
All right, next game on the slate. This one should be interesting. Oh, actually. and he did give a score prediction oh. for the Bills. All right, we'll give score predictions. I think 17-14 Bills if Keenum plays. You did? Did you look at Tanner's tweet? No. He picked seventeen to sixteen. Did he? Joe, am I gonna lie to you? He, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. he did. He picked seventeen to sixteen Bills. I did seventeen fourteen on my podcast earlier this week, so I have to look for mine exactly. <laughs> oh, jeez. Bills win forty-five to thirty-four. Oh boy! It's a I, I take sc- big scores, man. High-scoring game for the Minnesota Vikings and Bills. Is that pending Josh Allen or is that Case Keenum? Both. Both. Okay. Both. Case, Case Keenum's going to pop off. Yeah, man. he's going to pop off. He's going to get NFL Offensive Player of the Week. I, I, if Case Keenum plays, because why not? It's Case Keenum. Case freaking Keenum. Yes, sir. And uh, just a quick note: the teams on by this week are the Baltimore Ravens. Cincinnati Bengals, New England Patriots, and New York Jets. So the AFC is snoozing this week. So East. Exactly. (laughs) We're snoozing. snoozing. Yeah, only two teams playing. So the next game, this one, as I said, should be very interesting. The, I almost said San Diego, the Los Angeles Chargers and the San Francisco 49ers. I think they want to go back to San Diego. Yeah, yeah, I think San Diego might be your team name, uh, your, your placement from here on out. But I'm taking the Chargers. I think Herbert... I, I mean, don't know Eckler's why people though, are right? taking San Francisco. A lot of people have been taking San Francisco. Well, McCaffrey I just and Garoppolo is a decent quarterback, I feel oh, like. Oh, you know. yeah, that's right. They have McCaffrey now. Mm-hmm. I forget about that. Yeah, I think everyone does. Right? He hasn't done anything spectacular. I mean, he's been great. He's been McCaffrey, but like. I think I, I'm going to go San Francisco here. I'm going to change my pick last minute. I did have the Chargers. Okay. But I, I just don't think with both Keenan Allen and Mike Williams still out, that Herbert's going to have somebody really reliable to throw to other than Austin Eckler. And I think that San Francisco destroying defense can figure out what they're doing pretty easily. Yeah. Tanner Pick. Got to find it here. Got to read. Hard reading. Reading's <laughs> hard. Uh, he picked the Chargers. All right. Tanner's with me on the Chargers. Next game. We're in the NFC matchups now. Straight up NFC versus NFC. Don't go over the first one. The Remember the Titans scratch that Falcons uh, playing against the Carolina Panthers. That, that that happened yesterday, Joe. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry, it's next <laughs> on my sheet. I, uh, <laughs> Dude, just straight up yep, forgot about Thursday up. night. I, I was at the Sabres up. game, though. I wasn't watching Thursday night football. So. It, Joe, it happened at the same time. Who did you pick? Uh, I picked the Falcons. I so picked I the Panthers. Wrong. I was right. Yeah, I think uh, Tanner agreed with me, so I think Tanner's wrong with that. Or no, he picked Panthers. Never mind. So I was the only one who picked Falcons. Oh, boy. Great. All right. So next team that actually is playing on Sunday. The – no. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Seattle they're, Seahawks. They're just playing early on yes, Sunday. Yes, early on Sunday. 9.30 in the morning. 9.30 a.m. in Nobody's Germany. Nobody's going to wake up for it. Nope. We'll be watching highlights. And isn't it only on NFL Plus or whatever? ESPN Plus? I don't know anymore. They did that last time with the London game with Jacksonville and uh, Denver. Well, nobody wanted to watch that. I did. I had a 12-leg parlay going on, and they were a big player in it. Joe, that – wow. All right, so – You would put yourself through that pain? I would. I would. That's that's Geno Smith in the Russell Wilson – not there anymore. Whoa, Seahawks. Where, I don't know what was going where on. Are you going I was there? trying to think of a clever name and the divorced Buccaneers. Um, <laughs> I am going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on this one. I know this is going to be a close game. Very close game. Geno Smith's been playing great all year. <laughs> I think Tom Brady won that game against the Rams last week on that final drive. I think that's the game they needed to win to really get back on track. 
and he feels better about his position in the NFL now. I think I'm going with the Tom Brady and the divorced Buccaneers. Buccaneers. They just decided to go half of the team. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wouldn't man. make a difference. Half the team barely plays well anyway. So, well, really, what it, it depends to me if Tom Brady had a couple of beers or if he had a, a pretzel. <laughs> I, maybe he's got something in the system that's just making him powered up. He's got the know, bratwurst to not feel old. Yeah. You know, it, it, maybe if he drinks enough, he just doesn't feel... Maybe that's why he never gets injured. What, he's not playing intoxicated? Yeah, no, he plays intoxicated so oh. that he never feels pain. Yeah, that's that's tough, man. That's tough. <laughs> That'd be bad. I that's... mean, he, he just may be a really good passer. Maybe. Uh, but I'm going to take the Buccaneers here. I think the Seattle defense is just a little too bad still they're still bad no No. matter what i i think gino's doing great i think he he's definitely up for comeback player of the year but i don't think he can beat tom brady especially with tom brady wanting to you know take a lead over this horrible nfc south division tanner also picked the buccaneers all righty next game the deuces detroit lions with only two wins on the season and the Bear down Chicago Bears with Justin Fields, the budget Lamar Jackson. I am taking the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields has been playing very well lately, and I think he's going to outplay the Detroit Lions. Me like me some deep dish pizza. Oh, yeah? Me like it. I don't uh, like it. I think it's stupid. What? Who puts sauce on top of cheese? It's pizza, man. It's just not. I've had it before. It's not good. So have I. I've been to you, Chicago. I have too. And it, I, I was not it's a fan. It's amazing. It's fake pizza. It's a tomato pie. That's what we're I becoming call it. a food show here, Joe. We are. We're, we are now going to start arguing about food. Yeah, tomato pie, I, not pizza. See, you don't like deep dish pizza. I don't like peanut butter. And I jelly. like deep dish pizza. What? I don't like Chicago deep dish pizza. Nick's in the studio with us because he's a. We're we're training him. You know, he's been on the show once. He looked straight at me after I said I don't like peanut butter jellies. He's like, how could you? I ate it right in front of him yesterday at the, at, the, at lunch, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it smelled horrible. But yep. I, I'm going to take deep dish pizza, guys. I, I me, me like me some sauce, all right? Mm. And, and Justin Field got that sauce. And who did Tanner pick? Uh, he also picked the Bears. All right, bear down. Bear the down, bears. fellas. The Bears. The Bears. All right, next game is the Call of Duty Modern Warfare Warzone player uh, the esports Kyler yes. Murray against the uh, Arizona Cardinals against the uh, L.A. Rams. The Super Bowl hangover, extreme hangover. The move. It's like making the fifth hangover movie, but we're watching the uh, L.A. Rams play. And I'm going to take the. Uh, I'm. I had the Rams. This is all from the beginning of the season. I had the Rams picked. I'm going with the Cardinals. I think Kyler Murray puts down the Xbox controller for a week and actually watches his four hours of film. And I think he wins against the L.A. Struggling, struggling Los Angeles Rams. Well, well, the thing with this game right here is that both of the starters actually may be out. Kyler Murray's a game-time decision, mm-hmm. and Matthew Stafford is yes. questionable. I should have made that clear. I was picking as if... Colt McCoy? Yes. You, you, you trust Colt McCoy? I trust... Who's the who's the backup for Stafford? John Walford, baby. Yeah, no. yeah, John Walford. John Walford won a playoff game. I'm taking the, yeah, won a playoff game. He so, won a playoff. So did Case Keenum. Yeah, but John Walford's just he's got that dog in him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was not expecting to hear that. Uh I I'm taking the Rams, man. I think the Rams are gonna finally get over their little hangover and start winning some games. All right. They came close last week, but I think they're finally going to say, hey, we're going to play for once. And plus, I also don't like the Cardinals because they're on hard knocks. 
And uh, there's a hard knocks curse. There's a curse, like the Madden cover curse. What did Tanner pick? Uh, he also picked the Cardinals. Okay. So he agrees mm-hmm. with you on that. Tanner, we seem to be agreeing quite a bit if you're listening. Um, next game, America's team frauds Dallas Cowboys. Not frauds. They're actually playing pretty well. Uh, and the the real frauds of the game, the Green Bay Packers. So I, uh, Aaron Rodgers, fraudulent this season. I had him picked in the beginning of the season, right? I'm going with the Cowboys. Them Cowboys. I'm, I'm, I hate Jerry Jones and everything he stands for. Like, bad. Like, I, he is not a favorite of mine at all. But I, I, cannot, I cannot pick the Green Bay Packers with the way Aaron Rodgers and the team have been playing. You know what, Joe? You know what? I... I I, I like me some cheese curds. Oh, my gosh. I, I like me some cheese heads. I like me some cheese on my pizza. I, I like my cheese in a lot of places. You like your cheese under your sauce on your pizza. Yeah, exactly. That's true, too. Uh, That's true. Uh, But, yeah, I, I just think one of these games is going to be the Aaron Rodgers I'm going to show up game. And Who's you he know throwing what? to? You Sammy know what? Watkins? Dallas does horrible against the Packers. They always have in the playoffs, in the regular season. Uh, you so you're remember saying it's like the, the Packers Jerry play against Cook the 49ers? Catch? What? You're saying it's like the Packers play against the 49ers? Exactly. So, um, you think it's a long time thing? Yeah, I think okay. it's like just a long time. I can time. see it. I yeah, can see it. I, I, and plus they're in Lambeau. So. Listen, it's called gambling for a reason. you got to take a chance Well, we're sometimes. not gambling here. Quote, unquote, gambling. We're taking a gamble on picking I'm not teams. old enough to gamble, Joe. How Neither am I. That's why we use the app Flip. Yeah, that's true. Um, Tanner took... <laughs> The Cowboys. So ah, he, again, agreeing again, Tanner. Look at this. Now, the final game on the slate. The Washington Commanders against the Philadelphia Eagles. I think we see a major upset here. I, a major upset. Is Heineke still... Heineke's playing, correct? Yeah. Okay, Carson Wentz actually broke his finger, right? Uh, yeah. Someone pulled his finger I, too I hard. I don't think... Yeah, I, I think they were trying to do one of those jokes of pull my finger and somebody tucked the world too hard. Maybe Heineke did. Maybe he wanted the job. But <laughs> I um I think I think we're gonna see a big upset. Now this is really a gamble saying that, but I, I think the eight and Eagles will be eight and one after this week and the commanders will come out on top in a fluke fluke game. You're crazy. You're crazy, Joe. I'm calling it a fluke you're game. Crazy, Joe. Listen, I understand. I'll Joe, admit you're crazy. Joe, you're, 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 you're I'll admit it's an outlandish pick, but I'm crazy. running with it. I'm running with it. Joe, we're we're admitting you to a mental hospital. You're crazy. You're crazy. I, I, how can you pick against the 8-0 Philadelphia Flying Eagles? Any given Sunday, Dan. Uh, don't you say Die, Eagles, die, you. baby. No, it, it's Fly Eagles, Fly. They're going to fly to another win. They're going to go 9-0. and They're going to show what's up. They're going to go and say, hey, Dan Snyder, just sell the team already. Yeah, to Jeff Bezos. Yeah, Jeff Bezos. Jeff man. Bezos wants Yo, to buy the I want to see. I I was saying. Imagine this yesterday. the uniforms they would come up with. If Look, Bezos I I want to see the Washington Commanders get renamed again to the Washington Baldheads, and just have a team of baldheaded people. Call them the cue balls. Cue balls. Like a pool, like the white. Oh, the pool cue balls. The cue, no yeah, cue ball. Yeah, cue. Yeah, okay. because like the shiny heads are like cue balls. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. Like the, the I, I don't know how much marketing would go into that show. You could sell pool. You could sell cue balls oh, with their faces pool. on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You could sell a pool there table. There actually could be a marketing thing there. Or you just call them the Amazon Alexas now. <laughs> if Bezos buys it, you know. Um, uh, the, the Washington workers. The one. 
<laughs> yeah. The Washington warehouse workers. Oh that's my a, God. Yeah, that's pretty much what Amazon is anyway. So. Yeah, so I, I'm still going to take the Eagles. Tanner's going to take the Eagles. He agrees with me. All he right. thinks you're crazy. He texted me that right now. Did he actually? No. Oh, <laughs> I wish. I wish. No. I was going to say Tanner texting and driving that's not safe. So. Tanner <laughs> But we're, we're, we're a PSA for everybody out there. Unfortunately. What, what do you mean? We've hit the final game. Uh, oh, no. And that only means one thing. What's the final game, Joe? No, we're done. Oh, we're done. Yeah, we hit. The, we already we're, did the final oh, game. Oh, I'm Dan. sorry. I, I, you, you know, really, you're. I, I can't even speak. I kind of. I like feel I'm, like I'm, singing I'm, the Mr. Rogers outro right now. What you're gonna start doing? It's a beautiful a, day, a, a day in the neighborhood. neighborhood. Yeah, come on, like come on. It's. it's I, a, I don't know. It's if a we funky could do Friday. That. It's a Veterans Day, and the Bills play football this weekend. I, I, Joe, I don't know if I can get behind doing It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Is is it a top 40 song? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I, we get in trouble if it's a top 40 song, I don't song, think Joe. that's – let's ask, let's, ask, let's ask Nick here. Do you think that was ever a top 40 Nick, song? Nick, it's Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, top 40. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we, we, we got Nicky B himself saying yep, it's – Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not good. Uh my God, uh, <laughs> I I can't believe the show's over. Already. I know, I know. It flew by. Two man show flew by. I mean, and we've got a do, pretty do, packed slate of good games this week. First games in a long time. We've I would say we actually have like a good full slate. You know, they've yeah. been meh for a while. You know, these meh. matchups. They've That's the meh. best way to put it. Meh. You know, and hopefully Josh plays. But I won't. I won't be mad if he doesn't. If he's resting and getting healthy. So. Oh, you know, there is one more thing we can talk about. What is it? Oh, no, back. OBJ? OBJ. All right. More things are coming Hang out on about a second. OBJ. Here's what I have to say for OBJ. That, that's all you got? No, I'm going to I'm going to let it play now because we're talking about him coming to the Bills, baby. Come yeah. on. Uh there there are there are a lot of people from the Cowboys trying to bring him. But Harry I think Jones, we got we got the guy. We got Von Miller on our team. His buddy the Giants are now even starting to become involved with Saquon Barkley coming out and saying it would be a great story for Odell Beckham to come back. It honestly would give Daniel Jones an elite receiver, though, so I could see that happening. Look, I don't care where OBJ goes to. I mean, I would love it if he comes to the Bills, but I got him on my fantasy team. And you want him ball out. I, I don't care where he goes. He's going to go to a, a, a league winner there. Yeah, honestly. Oh, I, do we want to, do we want to uh, oh. set up our lineup for... You know, we got three minutes. We can do this in three minutes. All right, right? all right. Yeah, we got three minutes. Yeah. Uh, Dan, what is our updated record? I, we haven't talked about this in a long time, but we did do a fantasy draft on the show. We drafted a team. Dan, what is the updated record to this day? We're five and four. Five and four. How did we start the season? <laughs> five and zero. Oh. How have we ended the season so far? <laughs> oh and four. So that is that we have hit a brick wall. <laughs> it's been a pretty hard. It brick has wall. been bad. It is the equivalent of what's a bad. Yeah. So what, what's a bad what's a bad incident? I could say like that's the equivalent of this. Uh, if I say what I'm thinking, I probably get in trouble. <laughs> FCC uh, violation. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't want the. I don't want anybody coming after me for it. But uh, basically, what our lineup is consisting of right now is Josh Allen as our quarterback, Khalil Herbert as our running back number one, Jeff Wilson as our running back number two, Joshua Palmer is our wide receiver number one. <laughs> Uh, Terrence Marshall played last night, got only five points. <laughs> Woohoo. Um, Dawson Knox is our tight end. Darnell Mooney is our flex. The 49ers defense is, well, our defense. And then TB Bass is our kicker. On our bench, we have Najee Harris, Keenan Allen, T. Higgins, who's on by, CEH, who's horrible, 
Isaiah McKenzie, MVS, and Trevor Lawrence, and then Marquise Brown is on IR. Now there are, you know, I I don't think I think we're going into it fine. We're 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 gonna get back. We're, we're gonna, gonna be six and four. Six and four. Six and four. We got to do weekly updates on this now. This is getting playoff time. It's getting yeah, crunch it is time. because we are basically we're right in now, the playoffs. If I, if I look, if I look, we are fourth in points for. Okay. Or no, never mind. I'm wrong. We're fourth record wise. Okay. So we're actually in the playoffs right now. All right, we got to stay in the playoffs. Come on, the Blitz wins a fantasy football bracket. Come on, that'd be awesome. Yeah, the the people ahead of us are eight and one, seven and two, and another five and four team. Okay, well, who's behind us? Uh, three, four, and five teams. One, three, and six team, or two, three, and six teams. Okay, so we've got a, we've two, got a good seven. buffer zone. You're saying? Yeah, yeah, okay. pretty much. All right, all right. Well, Dan. Let's quickly throw out our show, socials here before we end the show. I've been Joe Kelly, and you can find me at Joe Kelly on Instagram and at the Buffalonia on Twitter. Dan, hit it. On Twitter, you can find me at double underscore D, capital WBMY. Well, thank you all for listening, and happy Veterans Day once again, and most importantly, go Bills.